briefest of glances can start the biggest romances. Our eyes were doing the dances and they were making advances. When our eyes met, I was like, hey, now I bet that Joe could be the one. Are you the one? Hello, and welcome back to the Boom Boom Room, your premiere Are You the One podcast. I'm your expert, Taylor. I'm your, let's call it acquaintance, Aubrey. Ooh, ooh, why? I'm, <sighs> what I don't love is this show anymore. I loved it so much. <sighs> Whatever, let's just get into it. So it's funny that you're such, you're so down on this episode, because I, I'm not really. Like it was a stupid hate- episode, but I didn't hate this one. There was okay. S- I I am downgrading our friendship, Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm gonna I'm gonna prove to you that this episode had some redeeming qualities. You're also clicking and clacking a lot over there. Yeah, my chair's fucking extra shitty today, and I'm trying not to move, but <laughs> I have a cast, and it's super fucking itchy or splint. So we start this fucking episode. Back into the Asia and Lewis fight. I actually want to talk about really quick something I noticed in the recap that I don't usually get to see because they're not usually there. Um, oh, yeah. But when Bria and Zach were in a match, uh, Zach said, oh, my fucking gosh, which I thought was funny. I always well, appreciate going to take the Lord's name in vain. I just really enjoy a good mishmash of swear levels like that. We'll we'll say fucking, won't say God. Like, you darn whore. <laughs> you know? It's just a good one. Yeah. But yeah. You fudging cunt is another g- great one. Ooh, we're going with the C-bomb, huh? Well, it's only because I recently heard it in, in fucking Big Mouth. One of the characters calls someone else a fudging cunt, which I just love. <laughs> the real question, though, has Radiolab used the word yet? Because if they have, then we're totally in the clear. Oh, shit, but if they haven't... If they haven't, we're on shaky ground. Although, maybe we're pioneers. We'll just bleep this. <gasps> oh, God, this is not what I want. I don't want to be a pioneer of this. You don't want to be a pioneer of... <laughs> no, I'm gay. <laughs> Speaking right, of gay, I'm... Lewis is definitely gay now, to make an offensive joke that transitioned us back in. Um... Because he is, he's quoted as saying, this is what you get for being honest with women. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it was such a great line. But like, also fucking true. No, this is what you get for being. Not, not about women, but about Asia specifically. About Asia. And also you could have phrased it better. Like Asia was going to be mad no matter what. But like you handed it to her. But I don't think Asia would have been less mad if he said it even in the most perfect way. Because she was 100% invested in him. Whatever, I'm done. I'm done with them. I'm pretty, like, I'm pretty done with them, too. Also, she's going around being like, he called me ugly. No, he didn't. Yeah, that's not what happened at all. He said he didn't have a sexual attraction to you. Yeah, no, I I noticed that, too. And I, and that's the thing. That's what sort of bothered me, too, is that Lewis phrased it bad enough that she could go around telling people what he actually said, and they'd be like, oh, I'm so sorry. But... Yeah. But instead, she lies about it for no re- like. It, I don't know. I don't like Asia anymore. 
Well, and here, I'll, what I'll give Asia is I don't think she's necessarily lying on purpose. I think those are truly the words she heard. I know, and you're totally right. Like, But I hate it. Don't get me wrong. I hate it. I hate her. I hate all of it. I mean, I'm not exactly excited about the way Lewis has been handling this, but, like, I still love Lewis. Lewis just has, I don't, see, this is the thing. I I was going to say something hypocritical, which is Lewis just has so many redeeming qualities. But honestly, Asia does too. I just, Asia's low is so much worse than any of Lewis's. That's because Lewis's low is he's a fucking dumb dumbass. Like he's dumb. He is a he, he is bad at words, and he knows it, and he tries to remedy it. Asia's problem is that she's a bully who thinks she has the right to bully people. Yeah, Asia's secretly mean, and Lewis is yeah. openly kind of kind of um, dumb. Yeah, we love you though, Lewis. Um, Come on the show. Uh, can I make just some? I mean, so then we get like a little thing. With Morgan and Zach. No, not even with Morgan and Zach. With everyone talking about the power couples who keep sitting together. And even though Morgan and Zach have been together for all of those meetings as well, literally no one has mentioned their names. Like, they are, by all accounts of what this this cast has decided is a power couple, they are a power couple. Just no one thinks that they're a match, so no one cares. Is it because they all think Bria is still his match? No, but we know she's not. What the fuck? Why aren't we why aren't we buying into this at all? I don't know, because they just hate Morgan. I don't know. Which again, and I don't know why we hate Tom- Morgan so much either. Like, of all people to hate, she's not that bad. Yeah. It's cause uh Asia and people are friends with Bria, and Bria hates Morgan because she's entirely over Zach. And she just doesn't like liars. She told you week one that she doesn't like Zach. Like, she doesn't like liars and she's over Zach. She came into the house saying those two things. Uh-huh. It's funny. It's funny. Because we we're, we're, I'm going to get to talking about Bria and Zach this episode again, which I didn't think I'd ever do and want to. But I, know. but I actually feel like we have a nice pin to finally put in this and I'm excited to get to it. Oh, wow. I feel the exact opposite. But first... We have well, Tomas and Callie talking. Which, I mean, they're talking and they're cute. And, like, at this point in the episode, I've written down, like, almost nothing. Because I'm like, nothing has happened this episode. This is a nothing episode, is how I felt at this point. Like, And this, for me, is possibly the most important thing we've ever seen on this show. Because Tomas openly admits that the game doesn't make any sense. Uh, and I'm going to do something unusual here because we did it last week and play the clip. So go into your Dropbox and play clip one, Callie and Tomas. (laughs) Wait, are you serious? I'm 100% serious. Let's roll the clip. I think we're the only ones that make sense, but you can't play with that make sense because we watch seasons, you know, like, let's be real. We watch ah! the seasons. Let's be real. Like, we can't play with agree. logic. Don't get, don't get me wrong. He absolutely <laughs> says that. But I want to point out, people constantly are like, this doesn't make sense. I know, but he's the first one to not say it like that. He's the first one to just be like, let's be real. Like, logic doesn't work because the game doesn't make sense. And they aired it. Like, I, this That's is just true. my favorite thing the show has ever done. And I'm disappointed That's you're true. not on my level with this one here. 
It's because I didn't care. Nothing in this episode made me care up like at not at least not at this point. But I just like like yeah, they're cute. They're hanging out. Like oh, they're gonna be a perfect match or they're not. Like good for them. No, I just don't give a shit. I agree. Like fuck the two of them. They seem cute together. Whatever. Like we've seen this before. But MTV just like is so at the level of eh, fuck it that they'll just air the parts where the players are like, yeah, this is bullshit. What the fuck? Oh my god! They're not even bothering to pretend it's real anymore. Um, and then we get to a part where, for a moment, I had hope <laughs> because. Zach is talking about how he's <laughs> bored with Morgan, right? Uh-huh. And then he says, I'm bored with Morgan because there's no drama, which is good. So she's good for me. She brings out the best in me. And I'm only bored because I'm a piece of shit. And I was like, honestly, that is the most insightful, honest, truthful thing he said. And it seemed so sincere. And I had this moment of hope that I instantly quelled within myself because why would I ever have hope about this show? But also, uh, like, no offense to fucking Zachary, but... Well, I'll just hop on and say offense to Zachary, but... Sure. Yeah, no, I don't know. I said no offense. I mean, but relationships, even if they're healthy, shouldn't be boring. But I think it does go to show just how fucked up his view of relationships is. It's like Sam saying, I don't know, this relationship seems too easy. There isn't enough fight going on. Yeah, it. yeah. And I agree. This was definitely one of Zach's, I feel like, more revealing moments with him being like, yeah, I just have to learn to be okay with boring like a normal person. Not realizing that yeah. that is also not, like, how it works. Yeah. And I felt which, bad for him for the, maybe the first time ever in that moment. So I guess no offense to Zach. Oh, no. We've circled around. We're snake eating its own tail. Ouroboros. Well, and I thought you were honestly going to talk about how Brett is so over Callie. No, I'm talking about how Bria is so over Zach. Uh, I mean, she comes in and she sees they're not a match, but she just doesn't even care because she's over Zach and she doesn't care about liars. And she's just so... Well, as long as we're like coming out of left field with shit, Quasi, I have something nice to say about, which is he seemed to be genuinely enjoying seeing Brett and Nutsa flirt. And it was just really kind of endearing. Like, he's still a piece of shit, but like... yeah. Maybe if he can keep the beast mode turned off for the rest of it, I won't end the season disliking him. Yeah. I mean, it's it's crazy because he has these moments that make me hate him. And then he'll go so consistently okay. And like, not even okay. He'll go so consistently good. Mm-hmm. And it is like, which one is you? Like, which one's the real you? And the answer is both of them, but that's a shitty answer. Yeah, can we one-dimension him out a little bit more, please? I'm not okay please. with having to decide what kind of person he is. And Nutsa and Brett are super cute. And, oh, they are. I mean, except for, like, the underlying thing of, like, every time, Brett's like, yeah, I really like her body. <laughs> well, and also just the always, yeah, I really like her butt. Not, like, her ass, but, right. like, I like her, although... I'm so over Callie yes. still. 
Let me just right. remind you how over Callie I am. I know. And, like, I'm so over her that I'm just never going to open myself up to another person. Because why would I do that? Newt is a really great Callie substitute. And I'm enjoying my time with her a lot. Um, And then we see something that happens on the show. Constantly, apparently. But most couples go to the Boom Boom Room for, which is... Eidoline. Needs a sucking Brett's dick. And my first thought, no, my only thought, honestly, was, man, I really hope Kayla's actually asleep. Like, because <laughs> otherwise all she's hearing is like... <laughs> and it's like, oh, she doesn't deserve that. She's such a good person. But... We didn't get to see her cutaway talking about how gross they are. So I have hope. The fact that it wasn't brought up at all leads me to believe nothing happened there. But but I do genuinely, like, as unclassy as it was, I do enjoy Newt says so much. Uh, Can I quote her? Nope. Oh, fuck. Fine. I was going to quote her. And I think my... No, go ahead. Do you have the, the whole one? Good morning, MTV. I sucked some dick today. And I'm so proud of myself, too. I'm honestly glad Newt's is enjoying herself. I am so glad that she's proud of herself. Love her. And also, I am submitting I Sucked Some Dick Today as the title line. Oh, I like Good Morning MTV, honestly. I honestly, I could do any, like, either third of that sentence. Good Morning MTV, I Sucked Some Dick Today, I'm So Proud of Myself. Newt's is a title machine. And she is at the end. We should do like an analysis of how many came from her and how many came from Lewis. I don't. I think we talk about Lewis more, but I think Nutsa like clutches clinches Beats the win. Most yeah. Of the time. Um, yeah. we should uh, if we do. Uh, well, let's be honest, we're gonna do it when we do the next season. <laughs> we should make a spreadsheet of like who the who we nominate as title lines. It'll be a, like a fun little competition. More fun than watching the show. We can't do that ourselves. That's tacky. That's sad. You're right. Um, but Again. getting back on track a little bit here, though. Oh, yeah. Lewis. Sorry. I really love the friendship between Lewis and Sam because, like, the very next scene we see is him pulling her aside from her conversation with Asia <laughs> to ask her advice on Asia. Which, again, comes around to <laughs> Lewis has a good heart, but also, like... So dumb. Don't pull her aside when Asia's, like, there. <laughs> like, hey, can I talk to you about how to fix this? And Asia literally is, like, watching them go. And she's like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> and Lewis is like, hold on a second. <laughs> and Sam really tries. God, I no, love I, Sam. I like but, Sam a lot now, too. And, like, I don't want to... I think Lewis and Sam may legitimately be a match. I can totally see it. I think they really do complement each other in a way that they might not realize. Where, like, Sam is just a really great right. grounding and element think... for him. And Sam really needs to loosen up a little bit and not be mean. And Lewis is good at that. He's a diffuser. Yeah, he is. Um, And yeah, it was just watching this whole clip where Lewis even tries to talk to her. And Asia is like, no, I don't want to talk to you right now. And he's like, okay. He's like, will you tell me when you're ready to talk? 
I mean, he never doesn't say it that seriously, but those are the words he says. Yeah, she'll she'll hit him up later. And she's just like, and she's like, maybe I will. And he's like, great, thank you. And then leave. <laughs> yeah, no, I like Lewis. It was a really good attempt at an apology, at least by our scale. Yeah. Um, and then Terrence arrives. So Terrence says that the women and the rest of the house will be deciding after the, the two women are picked. And I was like, what does that mean? Does that mean that the two girls get to actually make the choice? Or that it's open to the house? And then the answer was, I don't know. <laughs> like, the house discusses it, kind of. But really, what happens is Bria picks. Yeah, so... Well the, well, the first thing I honestly want to just get out of the way is, again, like, how is this a reward when fate is supposed to be here to help? Like, it just doesn't make sense. B, Andrew presses the producer's button. So, yeah, remember him? Mm. He exists. Um, oh. We actually see Andrew quite a bit. Lauren's the one who disappears. I still don't remember Andrew. Fair enough. Um, Lauren, you see, Lauren, I remember being is the one I always forget. Andrew is, like, right in that sweet spot of just being actually forgotten. It's because he shows up in a lot of scenes, whereas whereas Lauren will vanish for, like, hours at a time. Yeah. But Andrew is, like, always in the background, <laughs> blending in with the wall. Um, but, yeah, so Nutza and Bria end up getting selected. Um, and oh and my Nutza, God. This is the moment Nutza when... sort of opens it up to the house. Um who all agree that she should pick Brett, which is ba what she wanted yes. to do anyway. Um, right. And then Bria says she wants to pick Zach and somehow convinces them that this makes sense. No, you're wrong. Sorry, what happened then? Bria says, no, no, no. Nutza should pick Zach because, you know, they had that chemistry on episode two, I think. And I'll pick Brett because... I need to get to know him better, I think. And also the Nutza can hang out with him too. Really, this date's all about Nutza. We're just gonna get two guys for Nutza. Cause that what's make like me and Zach being on the same date makes coincidence. Th nothing to do with it's it. It's coincidence. Like, <laughs> I'm so over Zach. <laughs> Who even knows he's if he's gonna be there? Like, it's like up in the air. Except for the fact that literally in her cutaway, she she openly states, like, oh, I am willing to fuck this whole house to, I don't know. To do what she wants. Make out with Zach. But it's like she didn't even, like, she, she wasn't even clear about her motives. Normally her motives are at least clearly stated. It's either to fuck over Morgan or to get with Zach or to do something. But she was just like, I'm going to do this because I can was really what she fucking said no you know like honestly i loved this i loved that bria was like yeah zach is gonna come on the date with me gave some bullshit like half-assed doesn't make any fucking sense really excuse for it and i was just like yeah yeah you know what bria you're suddenly not at all fucking crazy let's send you on a date with zach bitch they hadn't been known she's crazy for a while, though. That's the thing. No, I, this is, I just love this. This was hilarious. I, this is the first time in a oh while God, I've really enjoyed this. Priya. No, I, 
like, I've been waiting for them to do something to make me think, okay, them winning wouldn't be a bad thing. But honestly, Taylor, them winning this season might, like, if they win, I may never watch this show again. <laughs> I don't know. No, no, that no, no, no. That was a dramatic pause. That wasn't an opening for conversation. Because, because Taylor, uh-huh. they're bad people. Most seasons has one or two bad people and a lot of stupid people. The people in this season, most of them, I don't know that for sure, but I'm willing to just make that blanket statement out the gate. Most of them are bad people. And, and the show has been shoving these bad people doing bad things to, to the few good people in this house over and over and over again. And they have been unable to make even the most basic levels of, of, of progress in this game. That using the most simple of fucking logic would have been able to get them. So I, if they win, like, oh my god. Like, don't get me wrong. Obviously, it's a, it's a reality TV show. It's all fake. Producers cheat. Whatever. I can accept all of that. But if they win, that means at some point, someone came onto set with a list, bullet points of who goes with who, and handed it to them. And they do not deserve this. So on the topic of stupid, uh, Brett leans over before they leave to whisper to Asia that he doesn't think Nutsa is his match. God, what uh, a fucking what the idiot. Fuck? And then he says to send Nutsa and Zack in because they're somehow more likely a match again. What the fuck? I like. Uh, what is happening? If, what if, is he doing? It, yeah, I, 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 I literally wrote down. If they send, like, I don't care. Like, Asia should have kept this to herself. Like, I, I'm, I'm sort of skipping around non chronologically at this point. Um. But Asia is like, well, you know, he said it to me, so I have to tell everyone else. No, she didn't. She, she should have kept that to herself. I don't think I agree. I think if I was Asia in this situation, I would have, I wouldn't maybe necessarily have pushed as hard for it as she did, but I would have at least told people because he definitely was telling people, like he was telling Asia for the purpose of spreading it around. Like he told her to get the house under control. Right. Which that's not my fucking job, but I would at least tell people what he said. No, no, no. So for me, like if he had just been like, Oh, I don't think Nutsa is my match. Great. I would have told people that. But what he said to her was, I don't think Nutsa is my match. Send her in with Zach. That's a dumb idea. Like anyone. No, I agree with that. Anyone, but Brett and Nutsa going into that truth booth is stupid. So I would have truthfully just waited. I would, it's not worth even putting that out into the world because just telling one person creates the possibility that Brett and Nutza don't go into the truth booth together. So I would have kept that under wraps until he got back. And then it would have been fun drama, not this stupid them being stupid drama. You're coming in hot tonight. Let's relax. Let's go canoeing. Row, row, row your boat. To quote Nutsa. Yeah, I don't know. This episode broke something in me, dude. Yeah, it seems like it. And I liked this one. Nutsa said so many great things. 
I mean, don't get me wrong. Nutsa was, uh, as per usual, the standout star of the show. It's just, it's getting to a point for me where everyone, instead of Nutsa dragging them up like she has been, they're starting to drag her down. She needs to abandon ship, set the house on fire, run away. Also, if the show just like showed me more of Sam and Daniel, I'd be fine. Yeah, I think I think Santa needs to shine some new shoes or something. But like let's uh let's push it forward. Anyway, so they're all out on the day. <laughs> and we get another great quote from Nutsa. Uh-huh. Which is I'm all the colors of the rainbow. <laughs> I didn't get that one. That's a good one. It's while she's talking to Zach. And they're talking about how they really don't think they're a match. They don't really want to be matches. And how Brett and Nutsa are probably a match. Which is a weird thing to be talking about on what is technically a date. Well, and also, like, I was just genuinely shocked that Zach managed to somehow not be a total piece of shit during this conversation. Like He was, he was fun, flirty, but respectful and nice. Yeah, and, like, it, I don't know. Hope. Hope. It's a cancer. <laughs> that was dark. I'm sorry. That one was maybe a little bit too far. So then Bria and Zach talk on the topic of too far. <sighs> and I'm sorry. I didn't mean to yell at you. That was very rude. But I also have a quote here okay. from Bria, which is, to, to, to preface it, is her explanation of why she think Nutsa and Zack might, or probably are, a couple in her mind. Because Nutsa's the closest thing to me. I mean, can't you see it? Oh, they're just like twinsies. I do genuinely wonder what she means by that. Well, she meant they're both cocky, which isn't, which isn't true bria is a cocky asshole nutsa is like confident but knows her fucking like limits yeah con- like i'm glad you said confident because that's the word i was going to use to describe her yeah. i mean like i i think the best example is like when bria had sex on the show she's like oh he's wrapped around my finger i can do whatever i want when nutsa had sex i mean both of them i think just gave head was the idea um, when Nutsa sucked a dick, she came away from it being like, I sucked a dick. Good for me. Like, Nutsa won this one today. Like, she's just so genuine and nice and good. No, I agree. I'm team Nutsa all the way. But honestly, after this bit of conversation with Bria and Zach, I'm going to blindside you and say, you know what? Taylor's on board. Taylor is Team Bria and Zach. They are a perfect fucking match. Like, they're a perfect fucking match. I get what you're saying. They're just and... so s- still into each other. Like, it doesn't make any goddamn sense. Zach, it, it, they're, they're a perfect goddamn match. I don't care what they say. I'm in love with you. I I get what you're saying and why you're saying these hurtful things to me, Taylor. <laughs> um... You know, it was my first reaction, too. I I had a moment where I thought that. But, and then it very quickly shifted to me from, like, Bria truly thinks that this is proof of just what hot shit she is. When all it does is show just how pathetic they both are. 
I mean, and don't, also Morgan don't deserves better. Agreed on that, but don't misunderstand and, me. I'm not team these are good people. No, 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 I know. I just, like, even though I think they're both garbage people, I still can't support their garbage relationship with garbage each other. So, like, totally changing gears from garbage now. Bread and Oh, Newtza. yes. Well, no, not totally changing gears. What? What's wrong That's a now? little Garbo. Okay, Ugh, Brett, Brett really needs to be actually over Callie, but I don't hate Brett. I think he's doing the best he can, and it's not I that bad. I think he's doing, like, 50%. Let's split the difference and go 70-40. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um... But I, I, what, what I do really like, I know, and I will give you that in this moment, he was really great because he a kind of starts to open up and we get to see her open up, which was really great to learn more about her. Um, Like the fact that she's from a country. I don't know which one. <laughs> well, and I'll be honest that like I like Brett, but he annoyed me in this scene because it's like you find out she's an immigrant and all of a sudden you're like, oh, shit, I do like her. She has things in her life. Like, are you fucking kidding me, dude? Like, you couldn't have figured this fucking out before you just told the whole house that, like, no, to do some dumb shit? <laughs> Literally 10 minutes ago, he thought she was a fucking uh, sex doll that had been life-sized me. Like, fucking Tyra Banks in that movie where she's a Barbie and gets turned into a real girl. Holy shit, Newt's a real girl. <laughs> um... And he has another quote that I think defines the season or the show. Okay. Which is, I think I made a huge mistake. <laughs> That's a really good one. Yeah. That's the title. It is. It has to be. If, if I could, I would nominate it for every title going forward and retroactively every title before. <laughs> I could like, make that happen. All of a sudden, you open your iTunes feed one day, and it's just, I've made a huge mistake episode one. I've made a huge mistake episode two. Well, then it gets kind of weird, because it's like, what did these guys do? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, it would get us so many listeners exactly once. Um, also, also, at this point, he should have probably mentioned what he did. Yeah, yeah, this would have like, been a great been time, time to bring it up. When it was like, hey, I've just had a complete realization that I like you, but I did something stupid before that. Please forgive right, even me. Even if he had just been like, like, and, and like the way he could have worded it, that would have been good, if not kind of a lie. Although, honestly, it'd be partially the truth, too, is for him to be like, hey, just so you know, like when we were coming into the state, I, I wasn't really emotionally invested um, because I'm still hung up on Callie. Mm -hmm. And so I told people to vote for you and Zach because I thought you two were legitimately a match. But now I'm realizing that I was wrong. And like. There's no lie in that. No, yeah, I, I was going to say, yeah, I know. I realized it as I was saying it, that I managed to make it without a lie. Yeah, no. And that's the thing is like the truth of the situation really isn't even that bad. Like it's fucking no. dumb, but like it'll make a good story if they are a perfect match. Yeah. Um, also, I have a quote from them as well to share, which is, you're so cute. That's right back at you. 
um, which I think just really summarizes them a lot. Um, and also they play like this really corny country pop song over the scene, which I enjoyed. Um, it just, just so weird. It just didn't match at all. It's like neither one of them feels like a country pop song person. Thank God I'm a country boy. Said Nutza. Um, Girl loves me. And now it's the truth booth. This is a bad episode. Oh, We're doing a bad job. This episode was a bad episode. It wasn't. This bad, this bad wasn't episode, Aubrey. <laughs> um, but so, I just want to say, for the first time ever, not really, I think there. it was a very weird moment, because Kenya did something, and I agreed with her. Oh my god. Which... Which was, Brett came back from the date and was like, yeah, I had a really good time with Nutha. I think I really like her. And Kenya's face, her, like, hands just go and cover her face. And then she's, like, rubbing her eyelids. And she's like, what the fuck did you just say? I love how panicked the whole house looks as they all hear, (laughs) like, that he feels the opposite of how they voted. And how, like, Daniel gets legitimately angry for maybe the first time in, at least the first time in a while. We see him, like, mad. Like, just really mad. And once again, we have a moment where people are fighting, and no one fucking looks or talks to or acknowledges the actual victim, which is Nutsa, Uh who just went on this great date, got back, and then heard everyone be like, yeah, but you said you didn't like her, though. Which just fucking sucks. And she handled it again like a champ. And I appreciate too that she didn't overreact. Like we didn't really see it. But I can only assume that they must have had some kind of conversation about this based on her reaction. And that she wasn't totally blindsided. Right. She was like, you know, this kind of sucks and it hurt my feelings. But like, I still think he might be my match and we have a good thing going and I'm not going to give that up for this. And I genuinely believe that like, he realizes he fucked up with that one. Like, I know the mm-hmm. house later on accuses him of, like, basically manipulating them, and I really don't think that's what it was. I just, that doesn't seem like Brett to me. That doesn't seem like something he'd really do. It's not his style. Well, we'll get to that. Okay, fair enough. But so, they go, so the truth booth is announced, and it's Nutsa and Zach, which... This was, I think, the third point of the episode where I just paused and walked away. I was just like, I'm done. I thought it was hilarious. And, I mean, it was so expected, and I expected it, and I knew it was coming, and I just wanted it to not be true. Yeah, wouldn't it have been hilarious if Nutsa and Zack ended up actually being a match after all of that, and after the house just, like, fucking raged at them and brett did something stupid that he now regrets and they go into the truth booth and everybody's just upset and then they're a perfect match i i legitimately i would that would have made that would have brought me back into the show <laughs> but it's if the producers ever could have tweaked the results this was the time because it would have been fucking also, amazing the other thing that would have honestly brought me back into the season and really had me Still against them, but, like, full force instead of just this apathetic place I'm in right now. As if they fucking put Brie and Zach back in the tree. <laughs> be like, maybe it messed up. <laughs> I'm wondering if that would be a statement to the show or a statement about the truth. Like, <laughs> it's such a powerful move. But, like, what is it saying? Right? 
Um, but that didn't happen. And instead, we got Newt and Zach, who are obviously not a match. And it was really great, because they're both instantly, like, they're sad, because that means the house got nothing out of this. But they're both very happy, because neither one of them wanted to be a match. And you can see it on both of their faces. They're in this place of, like... Oh, yes. They're personally very relieved, but they at least knew to take the temperature of the room and, like, know that the house was going to be happy. (laughs) And I'm coming in like, what's up, bitches? Don't know where that voice came from, and it won't come back again, I promise. Um, but yeah, and then the house starts yelling at, I mean, not fully yet. They'll start yelling at Brett a little bit. Well, Glossy claps off first. Which, again, is kind of yes. great. Like, if you're going to storm off, that's the way to do it. <laughs> By clapping. He he does. He he got off before... He left before Nutza and Zack got back. He just stood up and walked away. They probably away. told him if he thinks he's going to punch someone, he has to leave the room now. That's probably a rule yeah. for him. Probably. Clap three um, times if you think you're going to assault someone. <laughs> And then we get this whole thing of, like, Kwasi and Daniel. No, I don't actually think Daniel yells up in this section. But Brett and Kwasi, at the very least, I think he also gets into a fight with someone else, yelling about how he doesn't actually want to leave and blah, 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 blah. And, like, so what I'll say about it is I think Brett legitimately thought there was a possibility that him and Nutsa might be a perfect match, and that's kind of why he was avoiding it. Is because... I think he truly, he, he even said, he's like, I, I'm not ready to go back in there. It's an emotional space, like, inherently. Like, I'm not ready for that. And I think that part is true. I think it's not nearly as malicious as the house thinks it is. I think it's literally him being like, I mean, Nutsa and Zach may very well be a couple, and I don't want to go back there. So send them instead. Like, it's 50, like, it doesn't matter. And I'll I'll give you that I definitely think... You know, him sort of not wanting to find out yet factored into it. That for him, it's still something very new. Um, Stupid, yeah. Selfish, maybe a little. But I don't think it was this, like, conspiracy that they're making it out to be. Um, Because I guess they don't have enough fucking problems. They need to make up more. I I truthfully believe that when he told Asia, he wasn't thinking like, oh, I want to stay in this house. I think he was like, I don't want to fucking go back there. I think that was truthful. I think it was stupid. I think it was selfish. I think it was an honest fuck-up mistake. And I don't think it was this well-planned-out, intentional move to fuck the house. If we want to talk about those, Bria's right fucking there. So can we talk about the girls... Yeah. Can we talk about the girls getting down to business? Yes, we can. So... Callie sort of spearheads this couple swapping plan, which ends up not being nearly as sexy as that terminology sounds. I'm so sorry. Can we actually? Oh, no, never mind. Sorry, sorry, never mind. Sorry, sorry. I'm so sorry. We cool? I got confused. I got lost. Continue. Um, And in this plan, they're going to swap two of their power couples to figure out if they are or aren't a match and also leave the others intact so that they know they won't black out and they're guaranteed the beam. And then people yes. hate this idea because like the literally the entire the rest idea. of the episode, they could not, anybody, including Terrence, 
come up with an actual logical counter-argument for why to do this. Like, I'm sure one exists, I, n- but none of them could figure out why they shouldn't do it. Oh, I can. I came up with an instant reason why I didn't like it. But then everyone started hating on it. I was like, it's the best strategy. But I'll, I'll explain why I don't like it in a second. But Tevin, a direct, like, not a, a direct paraphrase. Uh-huh. As we love to do on this show. <laughs> Some, <laughs> oh, so, so much. I know, because I have it in quotes, but I absolutely know that's not what he said, is how I know that. Um, is he's like, yeah, sure, the plan will work, but I don't like <laughs> it. <laughs> and they're like, and, and, and the, the most legitimate reason that they come out is like, Figuring out two of the couples is not, like, worth it at this point. We need to figure out more. And the answer is, but you fucking Yeah, it's like, yeah, we you should be able to figure out more by now. But this is what we've got going for us. Like... Right. And and, and then there's also the fact that it's like... So they have four ceremonies left. Include, like... So if, if, if at this one, you figure out two, you're up to knowing who three of the 11 couples are. Like, that means you... Like... If you just do two for, like, the next two things, that so drast- or drastically cuts down, like, what you need to figure out. Also, I just want to, because we never get to see Lauren, and here we got to see her, and she was coming up with maybe, I don't know, it's hard to make it a worse reason than Tevin, but it maybe ties. Because Lauren's reason for not liking the plan is, what, they get to find out their matches? What do I get out of this? <laughs> it's like, bitch, you find out the oh matches! God. Like, fucking... <laughs> This is not an individual game. That was another very common thing is like, well, why is it those Because they're the ones that mathematically we can fucking figure out right now. Well, and it's like, yeah, Jesus. Okay. And so. Don't um, worry. This conversation is over. I know. But so my reason for not liking it is that they're very, very certain that they'll either be able to prove that someone is or is in a match or whatever. That's not true. Like, there there are absolutely situations where they prove that both or neither are yeah. a match. Or they, they prove that even, like, Tevin and Kenya aren't a match. But the most likely outcome, and I don't know this for sure, um, but the one that I feel like, because like, if they get, like, there, there's a chance that one of the two isn't a match. And if that's true then they still don't know which one, and they really have wasted a ceremony. Like, that's the only, my, that's my issue with it, is they are, I, I still think they should do it, and I think it's one of their best plans yet, but they are overly confident in it. I'll be honest, I didn't put a lot of critical thought into how good or bad, like, beyond the initial surface level, is this absolutely ridiculous? Which it isn't. Um... At least as far as I can tell. No. As long as they kept everything else the same and didn't fuck that up. Because I wouldn't know if they did or didn't. Um, yeah. Then I didn't see anything immediately wrong with it. But it's also definitely outside of my wheelhouse. But the important thing for me through this entire thing that I was so disappointed about, honestly, was nobody coming up with an actual reason for why not to do it. Like nobody sat down and said, we can do better by doing this. Or the plan won't work for why reason. It was just, what do I get? Well, why are you guys getting? I don't want to. And and what pissed me off even more, honestly, is at a slightly earlier point, Brett was talking Fresh about Brett. strategy. And 
fresh bread. What? I'm getting ahead of myself, but. Oh, yes. Okay. Um, and he's like, we all need to sit down and go week by week to figure it out, but no yep. one will do it. And that pisses me off. That's just another drop in the bucket of they am deserving to lose. So, on to the matchup ceremony. Let's do it. Okay. So, I'm honestly going to, like, I'm just going to say some shit. It's it's girl's choice. No, it's boy's choice. No, it's girl's choice. No, it's boy's choice. Is it boy's choice? Yeah, so. Then, then why so are the we, girls getting stuff done? Well, that's, I'll, I'll open this one up there. I guess because they came up with a strategy. Yeah. I don't know. So, we come to the matchup ceremony, and this week it's boy's choice. And for the most part, the boys don't like the plan that the girls came up with for no good reason. But they're going to do it anyway. But I guess they sort of have to tease that little bit of suspense of like, will one of them not be a team player? And honestly, like, I could totally believe that happening. Oh, Um, super. I was expecting it. But once again, the real highlight of this matchup ceremony is not anything the cast members do. But something that happens between Brett and Terrence, who again... So it's something that one of the cast members does. Fuck you. They have such a weird relationship. And I want to play the clip again this week. Because it was so good. Alright, I'm going to listen to it right now. Brett, what's up, man? What's going on, Terrence? You ain't got no buttons, man. Listen, listen, unbutton that shit. Match me. Let's go. You know? How you feeling, man? I'm feeling fantastic. I'm in Hawaii in the weather. Jesus. Here. Why are they such good friends? But why are they such weird friends, too? Like, it's such an uncomfortable rapport that they have. Well, I can tell you why they're such weird friends. Why are they such weird it's friends? because Brett's coming in here like, buddy, pal. And Terrence is like, you're my fucking co-worker. But he, like, but we could he be, ain't got no we buttons. Could be fun, we could be jovial. Yeah, he said it in that voice of like, oh, you're not wearing buttons. Great. No. <laughs> How eccentric. No, he said it in that tone of voice, which is like, I'm tripping and your shirt's crazy. To which Brett responds, <laughs> oh my God, it's talking. What is that? Who are you? <laughs> I love you. But can I just go through the fucking couples? Yes. Brett and Nutza, who... Oh my god, in my list, I wrote down Brett and Terrence. (laughs) I didn't even notice a problem with that until it wasn't Nutza and I was about to correct you. I mean... (laughs) No, Aubrey, it was Brett and Terrence. He said, match me. I was seriously about to correct you, oh my god. You fucking asshole. Um, but Kwasi starts yelling about how Brett needs to make moves, and it's like, no fucking offense, Kwasi, but you were the last person who gets to be talking about making moves. Yeah, Kwasi's just disproportionately upset about something that isn't anything. He has, like, anger issues, dude, or some sort of emotional issues, which we know, because he lived, and he grew up in a fucking culture that didn't allow him to express his emotions. Yeah, he's not stunted at all. Daniel and Sam. Nice. Tevin and Kenya, who I, I will point out, Tevin's like, I don't like this plan, but I'm I'm being forced to go along with it. And I would like to point fucking out the only reason he's going along with it is because it involves him picking Kenya. Probably. If this I, plan I, involved him picking anyone thing? else, yeah. he would not be doing it. I don't want to talk about him and Kenya anymore, honestly. Fair enough. I honestly, I had another reminder of how good it's been to not see them. Nice. 
Andrew and Lauren, Zach and Morgan, and this is, for some reason, again, we waited until the fucking (laughs) matchup ceremony to talk about infidelities. And I I will always love you. It's because Zach says how he's always going to have feelings for Bria, and they have this I will always love you moment. Yeah, which is, like, great, honestly. (laughs) Cool. No, they've gone, like, full stupid. Like, it's complete, like, I thought it was as off the rails as it can get, but now it seems normal, and I'm totally on board with just how off the rails making this seem normal is. And then we get Terrence being like, I noticed a lot of the people are the same as last week. And I, once again, literally paused the show. Because I was like, I'm going to have to listen to Terrence fucking (laughs) bitch about strategy. And I could not deal with that. Uh, And then we get great cutaways of, once again, Maria not having a logical counter-argument. And Terrence not having a logical counter-argument. Follow your heart. It's worked thus far, right, guys? Yeah, I only scold you every other week about how bad you are at this. Just keep doing what you're doing. Asia. Asia comes up with one good point. What was that? I stopped listening to it. Which is that it's really late in the game to be wasting ceremonies. And I agree. They should have been doing this from the fucking beginning. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a factual statement that it's too late in the game to waste ceremonies. Whether or not it applies to the situation, we'll see. (laughs) Uh, Lewis and Bria... Mo and Jasmine, Kawasi and Asia, and finally, the switch up, the swap a Cam and Callie, Tomas and Kayla. So they do the plan. Hallelujah. Thank God. Um, and then they punish us and the cast for using strategy. Waka waka. Well, hold on. We get, the, you know, the one beam from Maria and Shamoy. And then we get another beam because they've been talking on the show about how they're literally preventing them from getting a blackout. Yep, that's right no now. longer a suspense because they broke the game. So now it's will they get another? Are they? Or aren't Ooh. they? We're MTV and we're fucking cunts. Um, you know what? I've decided we're using the word because there's nothing else to call them <laughs> in this situation. Like, it's just such a dick uh-huh. move. Like, Oh, hey, you guys. It is. You thought you could pull one over on us, but we're Hunger Gamesing the Hunger Gamesers, and we're just going to kill you both. Yeah. It's like, we're going to eat these berries together, and they're just like, okay, yeah. do it. We don't give a shit. Fucking die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, that's the end of the episode. Can I start talking about the probability? Sure. Okay. Great. Um, normally, I don't really talk about the truth booth ceremony because, like, it's almost always inconsequential. I mean, no, it always makes a difference, but it's always like whatever. Like, you can kind of see the difference it makes from watching the show. But I wanted to tell you something: is that going into the truth booth, there were five hundred and seventy something possibilities of like matchups in the house. Okay. Um, this matchup, Nutsa and Zach being a no match, 
removed only 36 of those. So this was not helpful. This was nothing. Her and Brett would have been the right choice. Um, yeah, no shit it would have. To give you an idea, uh, at the end of last episode, Nutsa and Zach had a 6.3% chance of being a match. Which, but they by like, the way, liked each other for half a second when they first met. How could it be by that By the way, low? isn't even her second highest, most likely. It's her third lowest. Brilliant. Her highest one was Brett with a 30% chance. I'm surprised it wasn't meatballs. higher. Like, I get it's math and not how much they seem to like each other, but still. Yeah. Um, okay. And now let's talk about the strategy, which I'm so glad the the the, the, the blog, um, are you the blogspot.com uh, with a U as just you. Um Am I the blogspot? Yes, exactly. Thanks. Um and they 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 were able to put into actual mathematical calculations my issues with the strategy. Which I'm I'm glad they did this because I'm excited honestly to hear yeah. how sensible or unsensible insensible resensible post sensible it was. Post haste, post sensibility. Um Okay. So uh, at this at this matchup ceremony, there are only five possible outcomes, which is anywhere between two and six beams. Interesting, right? Um, and that's a stretch because option six, where they get six beams, has less than one percent chance of a happening. Mm-hmm. Because what it would mean is that Kenya and Tevin. Callie and Cam and Kayla and Tomas are all matches. Okay. So it's like, uh, um, uh, like the chances of that are like nothing. Fair um, enough. And, and here's my problem. The most likely outcome, three beams are going to appear, which has a 55% chance of happening. Mm-hmm. That's and pretty good. all that... Yeah, do you want to know what that will tell us? What will it tell us? That Cam and Callie aren't a match, and that Kayla and Tomas aren't a match. That's it. So, basically nothing. It will it will push Kayla and Cam's likelihood up to 71%, which is great, but they won't know that. Their, their best outcomes are to either get two beams or four beams. Because if they get two beams... It means that Callie and Tomas are a match, Kayla and Cam are a match, and that Tevin and Kenya aren't. Well, all right. Thank you for listening. You've made it through another episode of the Boom Boom Room. I've been your expert, Taylor. I've been... I said acquaintance at the beginning of the show. But I think we're more like estranged relatives that seems so much worse okay 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 i know what we are and i've been that person you see in the hallway and always say hi to and you kind of like them even though you know nothing about them but they're like a comfort thing 
Aubrey. You see, I was hoping that you were going to say you've come back around a little bit after finishing up, but... Absolutely. Are you kidding me? The ending to this episode was garbage. <sighs> You're right. But we're wrapping up. We're not reopening how angry we are. Um, as always, you can write us in at tbbrpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your thoughts, questions, or concerns. Uh, don't send us concerns. We won't address them. Um, well, we might. We've, we've done it before. That's true. Also, we'd love it if you left us a review on iTunes or I guess whatever podcast thing you listen to us on. We don't discriminate. And finally, before we let you go, Aubrey, what is the moral of this episode? The moral of this episode is to be proud of yourself when you go and suck a dick. <laughs> like, and I mean, it like sounds past that. Like, no matter what you're doing, go out there, be proud, love yourself. But also... Let's... But, but more specifically, let's stop making slot a bad thing. Everyone go out there. Be a slut. Make slut good again. Just don't be an asshole, though. Yeah, be a fun slut. Yeah. Don't be a bitchy slut. Be like Nutsa. Or, like, I'm trying to think about, like, one of the guys who was a good slut on the show. The problem is all the guys are terrible. Lewis. Lewis is a good slut. He has sex with people on a purely physical basis, but he does it in a respectful way. And he doesn't let it interfere with his interpersonal... Yeah. Be like Lewis and Nitsa, the good sluts. Neither one of them are sluts. Also, also Lewis needs to be a better communicator. Like, we can't tell people to be like Lewis. The point is, you, listening right now, go out there, be a slut, and be proud of it. Thank you.